Wow. Testing. Man, Twitter space gets a failing grade. Absolute. Just the app is falling apart. You know, you schedule a space. You schedule the space. You're there five minutes early. You know, you got everything planned out. All of a sudden, you try to start the space. Boom, problem after problem after problem after problem. I look for a new, I look for a new team, a new superstar to come in and make Twitter 2.0. I'm looking for the Twitter 2.0. I'm looking for the Twitter killer. Uh, super easy. You just got all you got to do is make the spaces start on time. But what's going on, everybody? It's a fucking Saturday. Uh, Saturday, the what is the fucking day? The 26th of November. Holy shit! It's almost the year's almost over with. What's up, A? What's up, Pulse? What's going on, Tuck? It's Jordan, Droop, Syro, Prime, Homie, uh, Tudo, the squad, Stir, the squad. I'm walking around um, a old person neighborhood at the moment, a retirement village, uh, visiting some family. So I got to keep it down. I got to limit the F-bombs. I got to limit the screaming today. So we're going to keep it nice and cordial. It's going to be PG space. It's going to be PG space. Unless you, unless he's... And this y'all get me riled up. Yeah, that seems to happen on these spaces. I don't know. I let my emotions come out on these spaces. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the time of the maybe it's the time of the day. Maybe it's the time of the year. But I'm loving these Twitter spaces. Hello. Smile away, boys. Yeah, I mean I'm loving these Twitter spaces. I'm absolutely loving these things. I feel like I learned so much here. And I was alluding to earlier, I think the stream of information in these spaces, like stream of information on audio is so quick. Like I've, I used to, uh, I used to make fun of audio. I got people looking at me. I used to make fun of fucking audio. I used to make fun of, uh, like podcasting, Twitter space, not make fun of them, but I would say that I was very like skeptical about the effectiveness of it. But audio has really just exploded recently. Like I've never seen anything like it. You know, you've got fucking audio, um, podcasting, you know, just having a huge fucking moment. And I asked myself why, I mean, why is, why, why is podcasting blowing up? Why is audio blowing up? I think just because it's so consumable. Um, people looking at me. I'm trying to keep it down. Am I being loud? Uh, yeah, audio is just so consumable these days. You know, whether you're on the train, you're in the grocery store. You know, whether you're fucking walking around, like you can do, you can you can participate and consume from anywhere. You can consume audio from anywhere. It's so versatile. You don't have to get ready. You don't have to put makeup on. You don't have to fucking get the lights going. You don't have to do any of that. Uh, all you have to do is turn your microphone on and. You don't need any equipment. There's no barrier. Like I'm, I do it from the, I'm doing it from the phone. Like I'm broadcasting from my iPhone and you know, you don't need any special equipment. You don't need any, it's just so audio is, is, it doesn't need, you know, translated audio to me is like the most basic form of fucking communication and information travels so fast. So I'm super bullish on, on audio. I really am. I think audio is, is a, is a big next step. There's a reason you see, you know, uh, massive creators moving to uh, doing podcasts. Nelk Boys. Why are Nelk Boys starting a podcast? Like that's what I'm asking myself. Why in the world would Nelk Boys be starting a podcast? Um, why in the world is Joe Rogan getting you know hundred million dollar fucking deals from Spotify? I mean that's hundred million dollar deals from Spotify. And look, he's got like a you know for the longest time, motherfucker had a team of pe- like less than five people on his team. You know he had him, Jamie, and a couple publicists and couple PR people, legal team, and boom, all of a sudden you're getting 100 million. So I think that the growth opportunity 
for podcasting audio is huge, massive, and the bar is very low. To be able to entertain, educate, inspire through audio is a is a big skill. I'm really starting to to notice this, and you know, with how simple. You know, let's let's take making like uh, media content for example. If I want to make media content for all the platforms, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, like I have to recontextualize that media for every platform. If I want it to be on TikTok, I got to figure out how to make it succeed on TikTok. You know, it's, it's tall video. If I want it to be on Instagram, you know, what's the form? It's very difficult to spread it. You have to go individually post to every app. directly to Spotify, you know, no middleman, no, nothing, nothing in between all the streaming platforms. So, um, you know, and everyone can fit in audio into their day, you know, even if you're at your desk and you got headphones and shit like that. I, I, so to me, I'm super bold. I'm curious, maybe I'm in an echo chamber. Uh, we can pass it off. I'll pass it off to captain dad, captain dad. Do you listen to like a lot of podcasts? You listen to a lot of audio during your day or not really? I used to, I used to listen to like fantasy football podcasts, Joe Rogan podcasts, like you said, even the Kevin Rose podcast I used to listen to, but now that I'm in this space and there's Twitter spaces available, I feel like podcasts are like a day or two days like late, you know, like, like you said, information can move so fast in this space. And I don't know, I've transitioned from podcasts over to spaces from personally. That's yeah, I, same. Um, I mean, I'll watch a Joe Rogan every now and then uh, I'll watch like a, a, a podcast every now and then. But to me, I'm almost like, and we're, we're trying these 30 minute spaces thing, you know, strategy wise, we're saying, okay, you know, look at the numbers, anything over an hour, hour and a half, as soon as you start reaching those levels, you need to be doing something extreme or you need to be, you know, or the numbers will start to drop, you know, to do something for an hour and a half. So 30 minutes is like, boom, pow, boom. How quickly can you bust out of space? Can you convey the necessary information in 30 minutes? That's kind of what I've been thinking about. Like, how do you convey the most impact? But Captain Death, you know, out of curiosity, I see that you switched your background from the dark maroon booger color uh, to something blue. Why did you Why did you switch the background of your PFP? Because I saw your post today, Bark, and I I like the green, but I know you and Double Ape are using that, so I thought blue might stand out a little better and make my ape pop. I just changed the whole the halo to black, and I know you really hate like the long Captain Dad pants name, so you can just call me Daddy. Okay. Well, you can call yourself daddy. Uh, I'm going to call you Captain D-A dot dot dot. So you can be Captain Duh dot 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 because that's your name. And that's all I can see when you're in Twitter spaces. Uh, but no, I think it's really cool. That's a that's a thing. I, that's something I've been seeing. I've seen a lot of, you know, seals do this because every single seal looks the exact same, Captain Death. You know, they'll take their seal and they'll put a custom background on it, which is super cool. Like whether it's a design, whether just something to stand out and you know, especially when you're you're taking a collection like the seals, when when they all look the exact same, you know, you got to do something to stand out. Because to me, every single seal is like Mr. Mimi, like that's pretty much it. Like it's Mr. Mimi, and then like Alan Carroll, but he's got the gold ring, so he stands out. But Mr. Mimi is like he represents every single seal. No, I'm just kidding. I like the seals, uh, but you know, to stand out, there's some things that you can do, and changing your background is one of them. I noticed you've changed it a couple times today. You're experimenting. Uh, I like the blue. I think it's punchy. And you stand the fuck out. Like you're you're standing out from other board apes. So I'm gonna throw Imagine some fucking flowers your way. Try to take you down. Appreciate it. Try to Imagine take you down. So ways. so you're in Twitter. So so you're you're a dad of two, and you still find time to join Twitter Spaces. Why do you why do you join Twitter Spaces? What do you what do you get out of these spaces? Mm, I don't know. It's fun. Uh, it gives me a, a way to just interact with everyone that I see on the timeline every day, and you know like there's just like a 
the more personal level that you can get uh, conversing during spaces than tweeting or in a group chat. That's true. I agree. I think there's like the not just not just the information. It's it's like watching Joe Rogan, but you can jump in and give your take. And uh, I think that's super cool, you know, and I think people do want to get involved. And, and the next step is to take these spaces. Well, not the next step, the current step. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to um, like I'll just show something that has been working on in the background, evolving constantly um, is this page right here called TV uh, branded to Web3 moments using a board eight from Mr. Machi, big brother himself. Thank you, Machi. Shout out Machi for the ape. Uh, we got an ape running this page and just just completely took that branding and spewed it all over the, the brand. The brand is called TV, Web3 Moments. This is an active experiment. So those are that are looking at, hey, how can I use, uh, like if you click on the, I pin it to the top, you can go to the profile, you can see what I've done here. Um, how can you use your PFP? I've been talking about this shit for like two days now. How do you take your PFP or like, how do you build something on Twitter? How do you build something recognizable, something powerful and substantial? Uh, I think that the this is, and I've, I studied a little bit of branding in school. I've done a lot in just in my past. And to me, I'm like, what's the biggest shortcuts to branding? Like, how do you get people to understand it? Like, how do you get people to actually execute off of it? And PFPs are, it's one of the smartest things. Like, I've just had a light bulb moment. Like, I was like, you know what? This is the easiest branding tool in the fucking world. You just buy a PFP, you know, you own a PFP. And then all of a sudden you can just build a company right off the back of that. Like just completely build a company off of the back of that. And it's super easy. Um, I, I think what is the biggest utility of Yuga, for example? Well, I think the biggest utility is you can buy a fucking board ape, put that as a logo of your company. You don't have to pay, you know, no branding fucking expert to make a logo for you. Just use the board ape as your company. And all of a sudden you, your company gets put into a position of where, you know, Yuga is a $4 billion company, had a $4 billion valuation. You're rocking a Yuga PFP. All of a sudden, it increases the value of your brand, right? It's just like wearing Gucci or Supreme or, or Dior or Louis Vuitton. When you walk down the street, you know, you can say whatever you want, but there's a reason they're able to charge, you know, $4,000 for a Gucci sweater, right? It's because of brand. Um, not, there's nothing much crazy different about the quality of that. But, you know, you walk down the street in a full Gucci outfit, you know, people are going to look at you a little different. They're going to look at you as a higher value, whether you like it or not. And I know not every, I know I'm not, I know I'm generalizing here, but, you know, people will look at you with a high, elevated opinion. Like this person, you walk in with a suit, people will look at you with an elevated opinion because of your persona, because of the image you're putting off. So if you're, if you're rocking an expensive PFP or not even an expensive PFP, if you're rocking a concise brand, people will take you, you look put together. Um, it's the same thing. It's like when you walk out of your house, if you're in hoodie, if you're in a hoodie and a t-shirt and your hair and your hair is all messed up, you know, you got dirty tennis shoes on, you walk in, you know, people are going to say, people are going to form an opinion about you. You walk in, you're very well put together, you know, you're, you're, you're cleaned up, you know, everything, you're all, everything's buttoned up. Your people are going to take you a lot differently. So to me, you know, it's no different than real life. And you wouldn't show up to a job, depending on the job, looking like a, you know, if a professional job, you wouldn't show up in sweatpants with your hair all messy. You would want to look presentable. So I think it's the same thing with brand. And I think so many people under underestimate the power of it. And what's the easiest way to do it? You just take a PFP and you build off the back of that. So um, look, we got Senior. It's just unsolicited, just sharing up to the fucking top. Uh, but here we go. So I'll show you some things. You know, this is the this is the ape. I'll pin it to the top and just like kind of like the image, like the direction that was taken with it. You can kind of see the thought process. So 
Um, it's got a ton of cool colors with it. So really gone with this like triangle look, just, just taking the eyedropper. And this was so easy. Just taking an eyedropper, going to Canva or going to any free website, pu- extracting the colors from the ape and then building the brand around it. So if you go to the profile, the banner, you know, the pin tweet, everything is now this bright fucking orange. You can't miss it. And that's why I think this is like the easiest thing in the whole fucking world. You know, just get your shit cleaned up, you know, start using, uh, start using these colors, you know, start using these images. And all of a sudden you're going to look so well, put. it's going it, to, it's going to put you in a position that very few people, I, you know what though? I've, I've seen a ton of people come out of the woodwork and start doing this, you know, small accounts, you know, medium accounts that are extremely small implementing these things. And then they've seen a result, you know, that's, that's the craziest thing, right? It's such a low hanging fruit to set up these things, um, to set up a, a brand around your profile. It's so low hanging fruit because very few people are executing. And to me, it's like, you know, when Elon launches a rocket into space, he knows it's not going to be a hundred percent chance that that rocket, you know, it accomplishes the mission. You know, there's always failure points. It's never 100%. And I look at, uh, I would look at running, uh, running your life the exact same way, running your, uh, running a Twitter brand the exact same way, you know, building an account on Twitter. It's the exact same way. Like it's not a hundred percent chance that you're going to achieve your goals, whatever they are. But why wouldn't you want to reduce the failure rate? You know, get that percentage of failure as small as you possibly can. It's never going to be a hundred, but you know, Elon, like, Hey, let's make sure those bolts are fucking tight. You know, let's make sure that launch pad is like flat. Let's make sure that, you know, there's no like gas leaking. Let's make sure we have the right fuel. These are all things that they like double check and they make sure they don't just let slip by. So, you know, I see people all the time asking, how do you grow? And like, what are some strategies you can use to grow and just like become more prominent, you know, become more substantial, look well put together. This is it. This is like the lowest, the fucking biggest free throw ever. You know, just build it around your PFP and whether it's an actual NFT or whether it's a PFP, whether it's just art, you know, we talked about all the different things, whether you're, if you, you could use a person, it can be your face. That's fine. You know, but work around that. Use your strengths to your advantage. If you're a, if you're a beautiful person and you want to show your face, like, yeah, that's a strong, and, and believe me, it's a strong point. Like, cause if you're fucking, if you're a beautiful person, like you could use your, like use your assets. Like if you're beautiful, but like you suck at writing, you suck on video, you're just good at looking good in photos. Like use your, use your assets to your advantage. Like don't, like don't, 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 I have, that's why I have no problem. Like people, you know, people that have a great, you know, physique, people that have a great, you know, face, like use that shit. Um, it's a, it's a gift. It's like, that's a gift that very few people have to be like stunning. So if that's what you got, fucking use your tools. If you have a great voice, get your ass on podcast, you know, you should be doing Twitter spaces all the time. Just turn them on. And I've seen motherfuckers like you got chum sitting up here on co-host. This, this, this motherfucker was never doing Twitter spaces like three weeks ago. And now he's here every day, you know, showing up, you know, just fucking laying his dolphin takes everywhere, just flopping around like a fucking dolphin out of water. But he's here, you know, and I think he's, I think he's progressing a ton. And, and that's it. Like, you know, use your, use your strengths. If you're a great writer, you know, if you're great, look at senior, you know, senior down there, senior was shilling his shit to the top. I mean, motherfucker, he's got a drawing for every, he's got, you know, think, you think I've got receipts, he's got receipts, but he's drawing them, he's drawing them out. So, you know, he's using his strengths. He's a good artist, so he can whip shit up quick. He can make a drawing in five minutes. That's a strength. That's a real strength. And there's going to be somebody that there's going to be a team. There's going to be a project that needs someone like that you know, eventually they're going to need that person that can turn a drawing around and fight. Be, become, if you can become irreplaceable in what you do, that's the goal, right? Like become irreplaceable in what you do. Let nobody compete at your level. There's a difference between there's, there's competition, right? Which has winners and losers. Okay. 
And that's the thing. If you're if you're competing, if you're playing to compete, you're you're trying to win against losers. And what's the honor in that? You know, win or loser. Um, so avoid competition, and and attempt in in every attempt and what you should do. You know, in my belief, you need to dominate. You need to be the absolute best at what you do. Um, go to the nth degree, become the absolute best, and that's how you beat the winners. You know, winners beat losers. People who dominate beat the winners, and and eventually, you know, you like somebody is going to pay for that skill. You know, this is everyone wants to make it. Everyone wants to succeed. You know, if you're developing a skill set or a persona, or a brand, whatever the hell you're trying to do, a project, anything, be the best at, be the fucking best, dominate. Like, like what, what is, what's the alternative, right? You want to be on your deathbed and just be like, oh man, I'm glad I just competed. I beat other losers. Like, dominate, be the best, be the absolute best. There's like, how many people are left in crypto Twitter? Like twenty thousand, like thirty thousand, maybe. You know, Mario fucking in Luigi spaces got ten thousand in there. So I don't know. That's a good indicator of people who show up on a daily basis, like thirty thousand. And then how many people are passively consuming here? I would say, I would say like eighty percent of people, ninety percent of people are just consuming. Out of the thirty thousand, like eighty percent, ninety percent are consuming. There's a few thousand MFers that are actually competing here. And there's so many niches waiting to be fucking developed. Nobody's conquered gaming. Nobody's conquered the streaming thing. Nobody's conquered. I don't think anyone's conquered. I think Board Apes conquered the PFP. Um, but there's so much left. There's so much room left to conquer. Like, this is it. Like, you, you should, like, <laughs> there's so much room to conquer. And there's so many, there's so little participants. You want to go on TikTok and you want to do food TikTok, you got a million competitors. There's so many people that have figured that shit out on TikTok. Like, hey, I want to make food TikToks. You're competing against the barbecue dad, the guy, you know, uh, uh, stale cracker, the guy who does the the fucking, you know, the 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 Louisiana stuff. Like, there's a million people making food videos on TikTok. You want to compete on making threads in Web three? You have like, <laughs> there's like ten people that are actually competing. Maybe even less. It's like NFT God. He's the only person that are like, that are really making these big threads. You want to compete on music? You got Dan the Lost Boy. You know. You want to compete on spaces? There's like, I don't know, 15 prominent spaces hosts like that are really up in that upper echelon. So you want to compete on artists? You know, there's a lot of artists here, so that one's kind of more competitive. But um, the yeah, I'm just it just blows me away. You know, we've seen the power of Web3. We've seen how far it can go. You know, we've seen the limits during the bull market. We've seen how fucking crazy this thing can, and and it it'll get back to that. It may not ever get back to that level, but you know, we've seen the potential. So knowing that if your thesis of like nothing about nothing about NFTs has changed, you know, it's not nothing has changed. Like the game is the exact same. The smart contracts, you know, the fucking protocol, everything, you know, all this shit is still the exact same. The only thing that's changed is the price. So unless you have some magical discovery that the technology is like fake or fraudulent or going to zero, you know, the the idea, your your behavior should not change. In fact, if anything, your behavior should become more aggressive right now. Um, you should be getting more aggressive in this time. The bear market is not the time to, w- to fucking lay over, you know, roll over, kick up your legs and just give up. Fuck, no, the bear market is the time when you should be doubling down because the talented MFers left. You know, the high talent, the extremely high talent is now back to Web2 because that's where more money is. You know, the money is there. The opportunity, like there's a ton of money. But Web3 the opportunity to build something here is incredible. You know, the opportunity to build a decade-long project, to build a decade-long brand, the opportunity 
to build something that's world changing, life changing is right here in front of us. Um, and, and, you know, I just think, I just think it's, we live in an incredible, incredible time. You know, we live in an incredible fucking time. You know, my grandparents, you know, my, my grandfather didn't have fucking electricity growing up. You know, they were candles and fucking fire outhouse. They shared a bath, you know, shit. As soon as the night went down, as soon as it was nighttime, they were, they could go to bed, you know, and ghosts would come out and shit. So, you know, and then in the morning, you know, the roosters crowed, you know, at the fucking 6 a.m. in the morning, 5 a.m. in the morning. Fucking, it was time to go do fucking work and they'd work all day. You know, he, he'd work all day, drink beer throughout the day, come back, eat a huge meal and go to bed, do it all over again. So, so like the fact of the matter is, is like now, no matter where you are in the world, no matter what your position is, you know, we all have access, you know, if you're listening to this right now, you know, you have access to the, this, this, these tools, yeah, a free app, like Twitter is free, you know, TikTok is free, Instagram is free, this is all free. And, um, and to like, just not take advantage of this, you know, to, to not take advantage of this, I think is, is incredibly, it would be the, would be such a big fucking opportunity to miss out on by not taking advantage of this moment. It'd be such a big opportunity to waste. Um, so I don't want to look back, you know, me personally, you know, I miss, I faded NFTs when they first came, I faded crypto when it first came, I faded TikTok when it first came, but then I was, I was still, you know, I faded TikTok right at the beginning, but then I caught on, you know, several months later and it, it, it was the best decision. That was the best business decision ever was posting that first TikTok. That was still the greatest decision, you know, I've made in, in, a, in my career was posting that first TikTok because it opened up the jar of a whole different world. And I see the same thing with Web3 at this very moment. I have the same feeling. Like I have the same conviction in my gut. It's even stronger now because, because the barrier to entry is so much lower in Web3. Nobody owns, you know, we want to build a decentralized future. It's not owned by China, by ByteDance. It's not owned by Mark Zuckerberg. It's owned by anybody that wants to put in the fucking work to make something happen. It's owned by anyone. You know, you can have ownership. You can own this shit. So, whew, man, I'm just on. I'm on one today because because I see so many people show up every day. I see a ton of people show up, do a ton of work, and achieve very little result. When in reality, it's not just the number of hours you're putting in. That, that don't don't be confused. You know, I've heard, hey, I work, you know, 80 hours a week. You know, why am I not getting results? I'm, I'm working 60 hours a week, 65 hours a week. You know, why am I getting no results? Well, it's not the time you put in. It's not just the amount of effort. It's not just the raw effort you put in. It's 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 the strategy you're using. You know, if you got no bait on your hook, it doesn't matter how long you're going to fit. It doesn't matter how long you fish. You're not going to catch a fish, you know. If you got no bait on your hook, it doesn't matter how long you fish. You're not going to catch a fish. It doesn't matter how many times you run across the end zone. If you don't got a football in your hand, you're not scoring a touchdown. So, you you know, it doesn't matter how much. What? You don't have goals. You need to have goals, too. Like, you can't just, like, show up in a space and, like, expect things to be handed to you. You have to, like, have goals that you work towards and try to achieve. Yeah, for sure. Um, And I think, think, you know, the other – not just goals, but, like, things that you can measure – Captain Dad, and there's like two different types of goals, or I don't know, maybe someone can educate me. You know, I think smart that there's goals. two different. Yeah. I forgot go what ahead. SMART stands what for. Are the... Huh? Go ahead, Captain Dad. Yeah, they're called SMART goals. I forgot what the S stands for, but it's like specific, uh, specific, measurable, measurable, attainable. Yep. All right, finish me off there. <laughs> um, I don't know what the R is, and then the T is time sensitive. Yeah. Thank you. See, this is the shit I don't, I don't even know. I just know that 
It's specific, I, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. Thank you. And what what does that mean, Sphinx? Can you do you know what that means? Can you explain what that means? Yes. Yeah, so basically, uh, your goal should be specific. So you have a specific goal in mind, not just like uh, I want to be successful, right? So you have to have it be specific um, to what you actually want to achieve, uh, measurable. So um, not just I want to become a successful neurosurgeon, but how do you measure that? So you, you make it measurable. Um, what does that mean to you? Does that mean uh, going to a certain medical school? Does that mean uh, performing a certain number of surgeries? So you make, make it measurable. Achievable means it, you, don't, uh, you make it realistic, meaning that if I were to say to you guys, you guys, you know what? I've decided I want to be the first human to swim around the entire world. That would be like ridiculous. Like that's not achievable, and it would be it, it would be not be a smart goal. Um, relevant is it's is it relevant to your purpose, your life, what you are about, what you have always been about, what you want to do with your life, and time bound. It's always good to um, uh, put a time um, at the time component to your goals. So what we generally say is instead of saying, you know, I want to become uh, a successful neurosurgeon that blah, 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 blah. You say in one year, okay, I want, or let's do it in this, in this genre. In one year, I want to have 10,000 new followers and blah, 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 blah. So what you do is you make it time bound. So this is not open ended because when things aren't time bound, then you're not inclined to act. But when you put a time thing on it, then then you're inclined to act. Also, with the why the time bound is so important at the end is, let's say you, you have a goal and your goal is a year away, right? What you do is what we do is we tell people, okay, so your end goal is a year away. Now what we're going to do is we're going to create these milestones and we're going to work back. So we're going to work back, work back, work back. And I even make people work back to the week. So each week, each month, you're going to have a goal that you meet. We're not going to have a goal, one goal at the end of the year. That's too abstract. You're going to work it back from the time bound. The time bound element lets you work it back so that you have now a systematic roadmap and you know what you're doing and where you're going. And I'm going on mute. Yeah, there's so many ways to thanks for the explanation. Sphinx, you know, having something fucking specific, having a time frame like all these are all things that like we like I was saying earlier, you know, Elon, when he launches that rocket off into space. He knows that there's not a hundred percent chance that it's gonna the mission is gonna be successful, but what can they do to reduce the the percentage points of failure? How can you reduce your chance of failure to the smallest degree possible? And that's what I, that's what goals can help with, can help achieve, right? Having these goals in mind, things that you hold yourself accountable to completing, these are the types of things that can reduce your ch- percentage choices of failure, right? You want to tweet a hundred times a day, you know, hold yourself, and then a hundred times every day, there, there's a goal. You know, that's a that's a way to grow. If you're not going to hold yourself accountable to small goals, how can you expect to achieve the big results? You know, that's it. If you don't if you don't want to put in the strategy, the effort and the hard work, how can you expect the big results? You know, nothing happens by pure accident. You know, a lot of things that appear as luck are not. 
just luck. You know, luck is the result of preparation. Uh, when you prepare and you and you come across an opportunity, it's where preparation meets opportunity. That's that's what luck is. And uh, I find that the harder that you work, the luckier you get.